Hello, dear listeners. This is your host, Lucien Lecarme, from the Make Sense Not War platform with your medicine to start living a more meaningful life in this age of disruption. So my latest blog of today is called The Dutch Facelift, Efficiency Culture Blends with Technocratic Idealism with a Twist of Green Wokeism. In a land far away, where everything felt fair, trustworthy and democratic, I studied anthropology. Then I went to live on a small party island for 12 years, escaped the system and went on a further spiritual quest, Ibiza. Now I'm back on the flatlands. With a high dose of open honesty and curiosity, I notice I am studying my father's country. Like a true anthropologist, I observe the change from a healthy distance while participating. I do have the Agenda 2030 bullet points in mind and believe Holland is on the forefront simply because the COVID era surfaced this truth. Describing the outcome of the technocratic totalitarian agenda in Holland offers an example for the rest of the world since this programmable reality will be the same everywhere. Well, I mean, if it manages to capture our hearts, since the implementation model seems rather, um, you know, totalitarian. On that note, when the Dutch will have enough of WHO centralized medical tyranny, the big tech censorship industrial complex and other totalitarian breaches of freedom, we might witness again a bottom-up revolution in the lowlands. Holland has a history when it comes to liberating movements. It was one of the first and maybe the first country in the world to choose a republic after simply stating that the centralized rule under King Philip II of Spain abused its position. This act of abjuration in 1581 became the blueprint later for the American Declaration of Independence. The world witnessed the start of the war on Dutch farmers and their massive protest. Also, according to Bloomberg, the Dutch might be the new global hub for LNG trading with their TTF platform, a financial extraction behemoth that made entities like the Dutch government gain billions on the rise and fall of manipulated gas prices. Quote, the TTF title transfer facility, the virtual trading hub for the Netherlands natural gas market, has seen an explosion of trading volumes, compound annual growth rate of 23% since 2011, just as local output decreased. TTF has become the leading hub in Europe and probably the world gas market landscape. End of quote. President Rutte has been part of the first task groups to introduce a digital biometric passport with his young global leadership program friends like Trudeau and Arden. Way before Wuhan or whatever. Proof actually of this impossible is now impossible to find on the worldwide big tech censored web. Recently, Rutte resigned from Dutch politics. A soft invisible exit from committed crimes? Oh yes, 15-minute cities are discussed now on Dutch decentralized news channels. Well, apart from these apparent agenda points from the 2030 agenda that I just mentioned, backed up by the worldwide 
by worldwide narratives. My effort is to stay open, to forget all about the restructuring of everything and the consequential loss of freedom, free speech, cultural diversity and chaos avoidance. My aim is to observe with a healthy distance and describe what I observe. The sense-making framework could be the 2030 agenda since, well, then things start to make sense, right? But it also might be the localized movement happening everywhere simultaneously. This bottom-up decentralized revolution of inclusion I talked about earlier. And I already discovered in my hood a local farm shop that only sells locally farmed healthy things in a shed and that you can open with an, with an app. From that bias, the Great Reset is nothing but the Great Awakening. Let's dive into my observations from the last few weeks and you choose what fits you. A technocratic Truman Show tech hood. So yesterday I picked up a couch with a friend. We drove to the rather unhistoric and uninteresting town of Appledorn. It's known because of one of the royal dwellings is near, situated in one of the few national parks, the Hoge Veluwe. Our king and family used to go hunting there, until that wasn't such a woke thing to do anymore. So we entered the street following Google Maps. The newly erected neighborhood was on the edge of an industrial zone with massive warehouses. Many had the words green or eco or clean in their names or slogans. Then we entered a Truman Show-esque scene. All the standalone houses had solar and were simply perfect. Different, but perfect. Most of these Simi villas had charging points. Well, I find them highly futuristic, especially when they shine their responsible green light hungry to eco-energy fill their lithium batteries of their owner's Bosch electric vehicles. But I can't stop but wonder if this owner, for example, knows that his EV battery needs roughly a thousand times more cobalt than his iPhone battery. And many children mine this essential and strategic material in the Congo without any safety measures. I mean, it's child slave labor. Well, luckily, Dutch children in this hood are playing on the edge of a perfect garden on their designated square meter to play on. The couple that sold me the couch were correct. I noticed the very modern, electric maybe, Porsche, aside one of the latest futuristic-looking Volvos. The guy, or wife, or both, obviously had a good job. The interior of the house was expensive and correct. Nothing was off, different chaotic alive so I offered cash for the furniture I couldn't help but notice the terror on the face of the guy as if he suddenly was overwhelmed by COVID particles playing around on my euro notes it was apparent they already banned cash out of their lives he sent me a bank link I paid immediately a clean five-minute transaction no coffee was offered, or small talk, or sincere interest in each other's lives, holding hands, meditating, and deep felt hugs, nothing of that. We drove away from this hood and noticed more state-of-the-art electric cars, buzzing solar panels, nothing out of placeness, just sheer controlled perfectionism. The Dutch like this. And in light of self-aware envy, we guessed the job of the guy. It must have been something with 
you know, in, in IT or maybe AI, AI. Most owners in these tech hoods must love programmable outcomes, was our conclusion. Digital certainty, everything but ordinary chaos, death. I had never been in a brave new world tech hood like this. I felt the same programmable perfection as the Truman Show Street where Jim Carrey wakes up every morning feeling something is off, too perfect. So here comes the making sense of it. My knowledge of Dutch culture mixed with what is happening in the world. Where the Dutch certainty desire meets technocratic solutions. According to uh, a famous specialist in intercultural studies, Professor Hofstede, the Dutch are the highest uncertainty avoiders in the world. We just love to avoid uncertainty. That's why we thrive in insurances. Well, even a trip to the beach could be insured just after World War, the Second World War. When it rained, you got part of your money back. I'm not kidding. From this avoidance of chaos, nature, uncertainty and death arose the Dutch efficiency culture. Because of the size of the country, every square meter is now digitally organized and thus controlled. A national park is a joke compa compared to even, let's say, the Belgian Ardennes. Here you still find somehow that you're in the wild. You can meet a real wild pig. In the Dutch national park, the Hoge Veluwe, a wolf got shot last week. It made the headlines. Yes, we came and shot and conquered real nature. One sad climate change wolf being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And my friends living in this area, by the way, claim that this dangerous wolf has already mixed with dogs. But it does kill sheep. And that's nature. So that needs to be wiped out. For the Dutch to sleep safe again. The technocratic comfort revolution is a wolf in sheep's clothes. With the digital revolution, every Dutch square meter of our life can now be controlled, perfected, programmed. We can and must keep the erratic wolves of nature on a safe distance. Combine this with the un inborn nature of the Dutch to do the right thing. The moral superiority. This may stem from our Calvinistic roots. We are savers. We don't live now. We save for later. For this, you need discipline and a strong work ethic. It's bloody raining most of the time anyway, so what can we do? Well, it's not eating, drinking and having a siesta, as our Mediterranean EU neighbors tend to do in the south. No, it's working, working, innovating, fighting rising sea levels, fighting nature. And here is where, and here is why a broad layer of Dutch society embraces the technocratic worldview. Statistics, computer models of reality, rather than reality itself controllable world. The war against the Dutch farmers is legitimized and based upon a nitrogen exhaust computer model. Just a model. A, pre a freaking prediction. What we witnessed in Apeldoorn was the true leftist utopian dream. The green energy solar panels and electric cars are correct. They fit the trending energy transition. In the wake of the climate change narrative, this is the one and only programmed right thing to do. Although the electric Porsche seemed to cover up good old capitalism, I have a bigger, faster penis than you, poor neighbor, complex. Same consumer frenzy, now covered up in green correct wokeness. 
that not having too many children or maybe even having none because of the overpopulation correctness, the garden is correct, the behavior is correct in holding distance and simply following, following the latest dominant narrative in not dealing with criminal COVID cash. Gosh, I'm sure these people can't wait till the programmable money is here since they have nothing to hide except maybe their deep real fear for life itself. Dutch no new normal distance. So when you enter any Dutch village, you often see the one and a half meter new normal propaganda. Still there. It says, keep distance and give each other space. Well, on the first hand, you think, well, why not? I mean, it seems healthy. We are with so many people on a, on a very small, tiny stamp. But we never had this nonsense before. By the way, populations worldwide are decreasing, not increasing. Japan today announced a record amount of death. The only reason the Dutch population grew twice as much as in 2022 is because of immigration. I hope the Ukrainians still like a hug. There is no logical science telling us we become more healthy when we keep a digitally tracked distance all of the time in our coming 15-minute cities. On the contrary, people like Zach Bush show us we need interaction on viral and bacterial and fungi level. It's the planet's prime way of communication, learning, growing, innovating, and eventually thriving, or being human. It has never been different. So why didn't they remove the signs? Why not change it into hug your neighbor three times a day to keep the doctor away? You tell me. Well, I know fear for life never wins over life itself. It's this deep-rooted fear of otherness, for chaos, uncertainty, and death, for life itself. My best guess is these people in the Truman Street in Appledorn already turned half cyborg and are waiting for the stasis pods to transport them to Musk Mars colonies. There, everything will be even better because all signs of being human will be eradicated. It's great to be alive in 2023. Happily, the technocrats won't win since most, if not all, of their actions and plans and all of that stuff comes from fear fear of being a real human with emotions for example human age-old technology from the heart combined with love and wisdom will persevere we only need to declare we no longer coerce or consent to the powers that be and create our decentralized version of a republic or whatever organizational form fits our current and future needs as the people when enough people realize this, the technocratic dystopian bubble will burst, electric cars prohibited, and the high-tech green elite villas will be given to the flood of immigrants that will wave to the stars each night, dreaming of their father, father's country. Well, thank you so much for listening and or reading. Um, when you like to subscribe to my channel, you help me in my quest to make sense in this world, in this world in disruption, which I believe will lead to a renaissance in this lifetime. I really do hope so. Uh, just press the button and subscribe. You can also choose a paid subscription and I'll see you on the other side. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.